and Brandon and David. How you doing? Doing great. How about you guys? Doing good. Summer's, I think, uh, almost over. If I, you know. It's kind of crazy. It is. It's already August. Uh, Back to college, and, and, and it's just, it's insane. It's, it's, uh, um, I had a good, good, good time. I know, Brandon, you took some vacation. I definitely, definitely, uh, um, had a few trips in there and um, happy to be back and, and, you know, looking forward to the tail end of summer and um, getting into the fall here. I think what's wild is how early school is starting now, though. I was talking yeah. to somebody else just yesterday about this, how I think typically school used to start like right after Labor Day, right? That's what we are in, in New York. I know friends of mine down south, they started last week. Um, yeah. It's crazy. I know back a couple, 10 or 20 years ago when when, uh, when my son was in school, they started looking at changing it to make it so that the first semester ended prior to the uh, Christmas holiday kind of stuff. Right, right. Um, because so. they, they had to, like, what, what it used to be is they'd take a break for Christmas and then come back and have to do finals, right? And right. To close yeah, up. that's not a great yeah. idea. No. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Anyway, welcome. We are the reboot Wednesdays, one thirty Eastern Standard. Uh, uh, apologize for took a few weeks off here. We're back and uh, bringing up a topic that um, we we touched on before. It was well over a year ago, but I think it uh, just with some of the um, uh, with the stats that we see today, it's, it makes sense to bring it up again and just reiterate the importance of uh, cyber insurance policies and and what it covers, why you need it, and all that good stuff. Um, I'm Brian Bratch with BNLPC Solutions based out of uh, Long Island, New York. And I am Dave Groot with Windstar Technologies based out of Culpeper, Virginia. Brandon Bowers with BBB Managed Cyber Solutions out of, it is sunny today, sunny South Florida. There you go. I'll be down, well, I'll be down in Miami in uh, December doing, doing a conference down there. So I'll, I'll keep this warmth uh, extended to, you know, to the end of the year if I can. So. Um, so some of the stats we put up there um, on on the uh, on the social media was was you know, just some basic stats that I grabbed that were were, were uh, you know, didn't take much to find. So twenty two hundred cyber attacks every day equates to one cyber attack every thirty nine seconds. Ninety five percent of all uh, digital breaches come from human error. Uh, Five hundred sixty thousand new pieces of malware discovered every day. Um, so. Just hearing stuff like that should at least get your attention uh, as a you know employee, business owner, whatever your role is, um, and talk about protecting protecting your company, your people, your staff, your reputation, and, and it goes on and on. Why you need this this kind of protection, um, and you know we're here as as IT business owners to help on the the preventative side and and help with the mitigation side. Um, but but there's stuff that that you know I, I talk to my own clients and they're under the impression that because um, we've had we're pretty open with conversations about insurance and and protection and and you know how much you need and and, and why and all that good stuff and we do get a lot a couple of their <laughs> um, responses are well that's on you guys you guys do that it's kind of like you know we are so far removed from that and we have to kind of remove that that thought process from, from our clients and, and let them know that there's a fine line between what we do. I mean, we have our own, you know, insurance policies, but, but reiterate the importance of get, them getting their own protection. 
and protecting their, like I said, their company, their clients, their assets, reputation, their data, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, w- without even looking at stats, because they're they are staggering for sure. And yeah. I I just did a webinar like a month ago, and we were specifically talking about cyber insurance and implications and what downtime costs an organization and things you should think about. I, I say just think about what you hear from your friends, family, other business owners. Like, I I, I would beg to guess that it's impossible for you to have not heard of somebody who has gotten a breach over the last six months to a year. Mm-hmm. Um, over the last three weeks, literally every single week, I had a call and it was, hey, we had an incident, either uh, an email was compromised, they were having wire issues, or now what we've been seeing a lot is some sort of social media compromise. And then using that as a mechanism to bounce off into either other systems or um, compromising other people. I mean, but it's it's going to happen. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when, and that's why, you know, cyber insurance is important to have. You need that last line of defense. I think it's important to talk about when it comes to the cyber insurance spectrum, right? Like five years ago, just five years ago, anybody could get cyber insurance, and it was pretty cheap. It was dirt cheap. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it was an afterthought. Most people just did it. It was four hundred bucks a year kind of stuff. You know. Um, today, five years later, due to ransomware mostly, right? And those things come as a result of business email compromise and, you know, human error, all kinds of different ways. The things, the stats that you just mentioned are where that all starts, right? But now insurance companies, because they've had to pay out so many claims, uh, they're, they're obviously, they're getting more uh, scrutiny, you know, and they're looking at their clients as a risk factor. They're trying to measure. And the problem that I see in that industry, and I think they know it and they're struggling with it, is that they're wanting to be able to measure the risk, but they don't know how. And so, uh, you know, they're scrambling to get caught up with what is the cybersecurity stuff. And they're bringing technical teams in and cyber experts and this. And, and some of them are doing a great job. And then others, like I've been on uh, quarterly reviews with our clients going over their cyber insurance review, their renewal applications. Like, so first off, you're right. The, uh, the IT provider usually is detached from that process, but I encourage the client, the business owner, bring your IT person into this process, like have them be a part of it and have them at least just sit in a room and look at the application with you. Don't have to make any answers, but understand that all of this stuff is not IT's responsibility. It used to be people thought IT did the security because it was a firewall or antivirus. It isn't that way anymore. It's much more than that. Now we're looking at compliance and governance and organizational strategies and policies and procedures. And, and, and all of those things have a bearing on your risk level and therefore your premiums. That's about the likelihood of you getting breached, which is the pain in, in the beginning, but then making sure you're covered when that happens. And if you don't have those controls that they require in place and you say you do, you're going to have a rude awakening when that day comes because you're not going to get that claim. So it's important to understand cyber insurance is super important, but it's also important that you have people looking at it that understand the different aspects and it's not just IT. Yeah. And when you're filling in those forms, I think it's critical what you just mentioned. You need to incorporate either your internal IT or someone 
who can help you answer because there's there's two issues. Either you're going to answer it, you're going to answer it incorrectly, and then once you go through an incident, they're going to say, well, these things aren't really matching up, so sorry. Yeah, we're not paying. Um, <clears throat> or they're just going to deny you because, you know, you're marking off things incorrectly and um, like I think you're you're, a huge risk. you didn't mark off multi-factor right. and there's too much right. risk. Exactly. I mean, you're, um, you're, you're, you're teetering on fraud there also. <laughs> it might be fraud if you know it, right? I mean, again, I'm not well, an attorney, not getting into yeah. it. Could, it. At the very least, it's like negligence or some kind of something. Yeah. Like, it's just a bad idea. Like, yeah. don't, don't answer questions you don't understand for sure. Right. right. And, and I think what you said in terms of them figuring it out, they're, they're not there yet, nope. but they are getting closer. Because at this point, if you don't check off a box like multi-factor authentication, I've talked with a couple carriers just recently and they're like, well, you know, we're just not going to write the policy if that's the case. So there's definitely some deal breakers um, to think about. And um, what I was talking to them about is what can we do proactively to look at checking off some of these controls, like whether it's endpoint detect and respond, multi-factor authentication, and these other items that are all listed on these questionnaires now to potentially try and reduce the premium in the future. I haven't gotten any great answers there yet, yeah. um, but I, I think that as this becomes more mature, because it is still a newer product for insurance, in all honesty, um, but as they figure that out, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. Five years ago, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll take your money. Go ahead, sign up. Yeah, mm. you're good. <laughs> you know. And yeah, now pricing is how how many times more than it was five years ago? Wow. It's almost yeah. like insurance. Yep. Yeah, it's gone way up. Yeah, and I, I think that people don't understand the um, – you know, take, the, take the, the insurance part out of it. Let's just say you suffer a data breach, right? What happens there? If you don't, if you don't have a, you know, a proper incident response plan and you're not doing tabletop exercises, you're not going through, you're not doing proper employee training. So you, you're not, you don't have insurance and you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, hopefully your IT company is giving you some guidance here. But what happens when you do suffer a breach? Okay, there, there's potential uh, legal costs. There's, um, you know, uh, potential reputational damage to the company, uh, lawsuits going on. Uh, do you get, um, um, you know, the the uh, the local law enforcement involved and other fees, which can be comp covered by cyber insurance? So if you if you file a, um, a, a claim um, and, and, and the, the insurance company is covering it, you can have the compensation for all these these um, the items I, I just talked about. In addition, you know, one of your vendors that you deal with is breached. You want, you know, get a policy that covers of you know a vendor data breach that that is, is encompassed under your policy, um, and and they're just to kind of put those those thoughts out there on how you know you can kind of really expand this this coverage um, rather than just doing nothing about it because it's it like Brandon said earlier it's going to happen um, so so you know start the and Dave I think we talked about this before in the past you can't do it all in a day right start the process you go through do your diligence yeah I mean. That's right. And you're not going to get it right to start. No, I mean, you don't. Don't try. Just get it going today. Just do something. You know, like, I was telling somebody in a meeting earlier today. Let's just take one step. Just one step today to get in that direction, so we can say we're a step further. Because if we don't, tomorrow we're going to wake up and say we're not. Like what? What, what I do want to say is, um, some people 
from what I've heard is that the insurance carriers are very stringent and it's hard to get payouts. That's not personally been my experience when I've dealt with it, unless completely somebody was lying on an application. Right. Um, you will get paid as long as you follow their process. So it's important to make sure if you have any sort of incident or you think you do, contact the carrier right away and let them know. And it will cover things like crisis management, public relations fees, breach notifications to customers, credit monitoring, if you're required to do that right. ongoing afterwards, the system that. repairs, incident response, forensic investigations. Like there's a lot that it will cover. <clears throat> Not only will that, it cover it, but they got resources to help you with it. Oh yeah. Right? So Most if you definitely. need a forensics team or if you need yeah. an incident response team, think of the resources insurance companies have, right? They definitely got that back lined up, ready yeah. to go. If you need that assistance, yes, they'll help pay you, you know, the claim. And then yes, they'll I, I would even go so far as to say you don't want your IT guys, the guys who are managing your day-to-day, -to, -day, to be the person who's handling the incident response. You want to call the care, you want an IR team provided to you and providing guidance to your IT team on what they need to do because you don't want them to potentially, you know, mess up data that could be forensically captured or should be forensically captured before a restore happens or something else happens. Yeah, that that can get you into, you know, into a lot of problems as, as far as even claims being denied, right? If it's if yep. the process isn't followed, the claim process and some insurance companies are pretty stringent. This is the yep. way you want it to be. You know, I think it, it kind of outlines a, a few other things that we talked about the controls and the and the things that insurance companies are starting to require. And, and that that paints a picture that you start to understand that I, you know, I'm seeing national regulation on some level, right, coming down the pipe uh, for pretty much all businesses. Uh, you know, where uh, there's the the pillars of, of of cybersecurity on some level are going to need to be implemented. Uh, I don't know what, how they're going to hold you accountable or, you know, but, but some of this is going to come back on us based on, on what I'm seeing in the industry. And I see a couple of things coming down the road here in the next couple of months. It's happening state level, vertical level. Yep. Yeah, for yep. sure. And so you got to know it's coming guys. I mean, like that's just all there is to it. So whether you're FTC or HIPAA or you're not, or you're just interested in security or you have a business and you're making money and you're being profitable and you want to keep it healthy because you have employees and they rely on you and your business customers and all those things are important, then do the same thing you do for your body. Go get some insurance for the business or your cyber coverage because it, there's just too many moving parts. It changes too often and the rules are changing every day. And you got to get help from people who have the resources to give you that help. And your insurance companies want them. Well, to your point, though, the controls have the controls in place. If you, if you, you know, you're filling out an insurance application and you have, um, you know, you're able to detect and identify a breach within, you know, let's say, you know, not, not, not three months. It's going to, you know, which is what right. happens three months or longer. You could identify it in, you know, an hour or a day. You, you could identify that and you're telling the insurance company that. You know, that's what they want to hear. That's right. You know, so if you're having extended detection and response with a 24 hour sock behind it and they're watching your SIM logs and everything else. Like, I mean, definitely let them know that. Right. right. Like, my goodness, uh, that makes a difference. And Jeez. that's that's what we're seeing on on these applications now is I, I did I did one for a, a uh, company that has. Out of six companies under their umbrella, and every one of them was is run uh, independently with different um, IT 
companies, you know, behind them. And the only one that, that passed with flying colors is the one that we manage. Guess who now manages all those other companies? Because <laughs> well, that it sounds like a smart business owner. Right? But it was, but again, it was nothing outside the, the norm of what we do for all, all of our clients. It, right. it gets back to the EDR, the multi-factor. Well, that sure, that's a point too, that not everybody's up to speed, right? I mean, no. don't, don't, and don't, don't necessarily think, you know, I know we've said this before too, but, but don't, con, don't assume IT departments or your folks in your IT departments know all the cybersecurity stuff. Um, it's not that they don't want to. It's not that they can't. It's not that they're not smart. But IT people, that's not their process. It's not part of their world, and it's not what they're trained in, right? They're not. They're starting to be, but they, they didn't come up that way. They came up to keep processes and systems alive and online. That's what they know how yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, they Keeping them up and running. <laughs> that's the deal, man. I mean, they didn't want yeah. the phone ringing. That's what IT knows very well. But, but they don't know everything about security, and so... And it's, it's again, it's not their fault. It's not any kind of a slight. I'm just saying, don't assume they do. <laughs> like, yeah. take the time, look into those. Well, look at the look at car insurance. I mean, all these cars that now have, you know, the pedestrian braking and cameras. Right. You know, your your rates are going down because you have more safety features built into the car. You know, Boy, it's the I same thing. That. That's a whole. That's thing. what's going to happen to these policies. Yeah, it's going to happen once they figure that out. Yeah, you're going to check off these boxes, and the you know it's just going to be a dial. Okay, this is where your risk is based on vertical revenue and controls Controls, you have in place. Yep. Yep. And my son actually gets a he has an app on his phone. He's out in Texas, and when he he's on his car, if he texts or anything, his insurance rates go up. So it's just like (laughs) being monitored by a sock. Right, <laughs> and they they check and see if he's speeding or anything. So, it, but he gets a thirty percent discount, I think, if he's got that app on his phone because he's got all the security necessary. I don't know. I I, I have actually seen some of the carriers now doing external scans mm-hmm. on the clients oh, sure. to see if there's any dark web data or um, external IPs that have something open to the world that shouldn't be open. That's great. But let me tell you, I've had experiences with insurance companies that did that exact thing and came back and told clients information not absolute or correct. And and so, so, like, I'm all about it. I want the transparency. Go ahead. Third party assess. Do what you need. But it needs to be educated guidance that they provide, not just. Yeah, I agree. I I have no control over what's on the dark web because it's usually a third party that got hacked, not us. Right. A lot of times. Yeah. Right. So it can yeah, go. They should, they should go sue Facebook then. <laughs> <laughs> or LinkedIn. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I, th- I think that that's where we are in terms of you know, why you need it, why the, why the business needs it. And, and David, as you said before, just it's, it's just kind of, you take care of yourself, take care of your business. It's, it's just right. one of those those things that you need to do. And um, we all have it. We all have different cyber policies. Um, but, you know, there's, there's nothing, Brandon said earlier, it's a matter of when. And, and when you get breached, how was your incident response plan? Uh, what data was taken? And, and, and let's file a claim and get, get covered and, and get reimbursed for whatever uh, forensics need to be done and, and just, just have everything in place, in, in place for that. So. Yeah. Because the fees are far greater than oh God, people yeah. think they are. Yeah. yeah. I'll just say that, you know, you can go from being good to being bad in 20 seconds or less. And so, like, don't sit 
on the we haven't had an issue ever kind of problem or, mm-hmm. or any of that kind of thing. And just, you know, like, look, I don't sell insurance. So I'm here and I'm telling you, you need insurance. <laughs> like, take that advice, please. Please take that advice. And go and like you said, it's like health insurance. You, you need it even if you don't have a lot of health issues, because when you do have one, it's going to be major and you can't get it afterwards. That's right. I mean, it, yeah, it, I feel it's just a requirement nowadays for any business. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's right. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Thank we'll, you. Uh, come up with a topic for next week and we'll, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Two, two things, though. Two things, though. Yeah. Please, God, enable multi-factor authentication wherever you can. The number of incidents I've seen just over the last three weeks, every weekend I'm getting called for something. Enable it for Instagram, enable it for Facebook, enable it for your bank, enable it for your email, anywhere you can. And cyber insurance companies are going to require it for you to get your renewals in. So just do it. And and number two, get the insurance policy. <laughs> I don't have I don't have a you know, no benefit to me there other than being yeah. on the end of when I right. come to support you. <laughs> Being able to work through the carrier is gonna is gonna make things much easier for you. Agreed. Yes. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Take care. You guys have a good.